episode five of Bodcast. And uh, before we get into it, I guess Mike and I have a joint statement that we would like to say, and that is that we have won Pennsylvania. <gasps> Yay! I know. Hey. We didn't even run yet. Somehow we won. I have literally, I've been glued to my TV the last two and a half days. I guess it was Tuesday yeah. night. Um, but what I'm also realizing is that I'm slowly going crazy because I can only see John King zoom in and zoom out on his big screen to the Atlanta and the suburbs and the counties of Atlanta so many times. Like, it's just... I'll be honest. I kind of miss CNN a bit because we don't have it with our streaming stuff. Right, right. So what we do have, though, and props to these stations, uh, CBS and ABC have two news stations, 24-7 News, and they bring in feeds from all over the country, and they're great. They do great quality reporting. So I've been relying on those two plus CBC to kind of get more of an international feel to it. You know who's also got a really good international feed is BBC. Yeah, yeah, definitely. BBC is one of the most trustworthy, I think. And it was funny. I was talk- my buddies and I, as one does on a Tuesday night, you group text and have a Zoom call while the election is happening because that's what of 38 year old <laughs> men do now. Um, yep. Uh, my buddy was was kind of in the same situation as us. He cut the cable a while ago, so he was watching it on BBC because they were streaming it for free off their website and yep. just putting it and casting it up on his TV. And he made the joke that it's it's been nice to actually watch some respectable reporting when it comes to the U S political situation, like CNN, ABC, NBC, Fox news, they're all doing it. They all have yeah. their bias on it and that's totally. all fine and good. Um, but BBC has just, they're, they're kind of otherworldly. Yes. Um, and they just talk about it in a much more civilized. Normal, yeah. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, they didn't really have skin in the game other than just people watching their broadcast. Um, so it's been interesting to see just them and to see Fox and to see CNN and just the different lenses that they put on the whole situation. Yeah, and I'm a big proponent of trying to get the, the sides of the story from, say, multiple venues. Uh, I really appreciate the people that put in the time and effort that go past the headline, actually read the article yep. or you know, whatever the case may be, and not just rely on the one news source. Yep. So that is a bit of a lost art these days, and I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole anymore. <laughs> no, I, 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 all I'll say is I agree. I, I watched Fox News on election night, and I watched it yesterday. Don't agree with what they say. That's just my point of view. But yep. I, they have a medium to do it. And it's interesting to get their perspective on how they look at it. So kudos to them. Speaking of looking at it, we've mentioned this before. We do this weekly on Zoom. We oui, we. Oui. Dude, you changed your look. I did. Kind of by accident. Now, before we get into the accident, a little bit peek behind the curtain here. Mike and I have a little bit of a conversation. A few minutes, usually not much, but each podcast day and we're, okay, what are we talking about? And it's usually bullet point, right? It's, we don't get into, you know, real details with it. There's no script. There's no talking points. It's a topic. We have two or three things we want to cover. Maybe. Yep. Yep. And Mike hits me back today because I asked him, what do you want to talk about tonight? He's like, haircuts. I'm like, okay. So you got a little bit of a different look going on. I do. How would you describe this look to the people that are uh, listening? Sorry, to the person that is listening. 
Uh, I would say I pulled up the carpet and found hardwood underneath it. <laughs> you're, you're rocking the Lex Luthor, dude. <laughs> I, I, I'm rocking the Goldberg, every bald man with a beard look. Yeah, yeah um, pretty much. What happened? And so uh, I, I'm going to say for those that don't know, for the, the one or two people that don't know, um, back at the beginning of the year, I had sh- hair past my shoulders yeah like super long hair and i had been growing it for a while and i i liked it it was my rocker phase i loved it it was awesome covid happened you're at home you get a little stir crazy you're wearing the same thing every day you're doing the same thing every day what's something that you can do to kind of change it up i'm like you know what fuck it I'm gonna change your underwear that. that's right no that's okay one. absolutely <laughs> well yeah i yes instead of changing my underwear i decided to to buzz cut my head i've got clippers um yep. And they, they come with the different blades on them for different sizes. So I just put it on the longest one and just had it go. Even that, it's still an inch long. It's not like you're shaving your head. It's it's almost like the it's almost like the the sucking cut or the on in the Wayne, No, in Wayne's World. Um, yeah, it certainly sucks. Yeah, as it cuts. Yeah. So it 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 just takes enough off that it's almost like you're getting a trim, but it's all one leg. Cool. Totally. Awesome. I go a little bit shorter sometimes. I let it go a little bit more. And then I let it go to a certain length and I decide I'm going to go Mohawk. Why not? So I do the sides myself. I get yep. it all going. It's rocking. It's great. It's fantastic. Awesome. Yesterday, I decided, you know what? I want to go down really short on the sides and keep the length on the top. Yep. See what that looks like. So I start going on the sides. I've got my clippers going. Nothing on it. Just straight blade right Ooh. down like right down to the wood yeah and that's a dangerous game you're playing there it is because from the front <laughs> great yeah. no problem i walk out of the bathroom and i look at my wife him and say can you like she looks at it, she's like oh that looks pretty good and i turn her and i'm like can you look at the back to see if i got the back even <laughs> and she just starts laughing like it just it and she's like i have to take a picture uh, and show you so she takes a picture of it yeah and it's like, I have some hair here, some hair there. It's going in this angle. It's just, it's a fucking disaster. Oh, God. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just cut it up like short at the top. She's like, you really want a rectangle just sitting on top of your head? You're going to look really dumb. I'm like, yeah, you're right. The only solution I yep. had was I had to take it all off. Yep, down to the so studs. I am down here at the foundation and. I I feel like the guy in Seinfeld who just kept shaving his head and when he tried to let it grow back, it didn't grow back all the way. I don't know if yeah, you remember that. Episode. I do remember that, yeah. I feel like that guy, like that guy who kind of shaved his head but had the beard. And that's kind of what I see when I look in the mirror now. The, I guess the kicker is, and this is to your advantage. Sure. You actually have a decent shaped dome there, dude. I, <laughs> I'm fortunate, I, and this isn't, I'm not patting myself on the back. This is the, this would be the stupidest thing to pat on yourself on the back with. I feel like I can rock a lot of different hairstyles and like I I've shaved my head. I'm down to the wood. Now I had shoulder length hair. I've had blonde hair, red hair, blue hair. I've done it all. And I always look at it. It's like, it's just hair. It grows back. 
Totally. And actually, I like the. I actually kind of like the fact that I'm like this now because I my hair's been through a lot this year between <laughs> being really long and then being yep. cut and then being shaved. So like, this is just let it reborn. Let it. Let's see what happens next. And I don't you, know what's going to happen next. You might like it so much that you might keep it for the winter. And considering like if you're going to be outside wearing a toque or something like that, this might yeah. be the way to go. You don't have to worry I, about messy hair. I do enjoy what you're rocking. What the? Oh, okay. It's well, like an undercut. No, it's not like an undercut, but what it is, I went the opposite way of you for the, the initial part of COVID lockdown. I got, um, I got the hair, just let it go. I never yeah. got a haircut. I was supposed to get one a week before. Oh, no, sorry. I was supposed to get one the Friday before our lockdown was announced. Yeah. And then they pulled the trigger a few days early. Yeah. So I went from roughly Christmas till july without getting a haircut wow yeah i just let it go Good never touched the thing the only thing i did uh i get irritated with the hair around the ears like yes. when you get the wings so i trim yes. that up a bit but that's it sure so but now i've got it left on the top uh it's long like it's down for me anyway it's long it's yeah. down yeah. to pretty much my ears yeah um, but i'm just letting it grow out on top and i i've got the fade going on the sides and the back yeah, so, it works, man. It works. Yeah, the only thing I'm going to have to do now is trim up the beard because, uh, I mean, the listeners won't know this, but I, I use a CPAP machine for sleep apnea. Yep. Um, and I've got a new mask, and that's how you know I'm old because I'm on a podcast talking about my CPAP supplies. <laughs> oh, but man. I find the facial hair is a little bit of an issue with the new mask. I can – I. I can understand that. I, I don't wear a mask. I've, I've gone for sleep tests. Yes. That, that in itself is a very interesting process to go through. I actually didn't go through the one at another facility. I went through, I did the home one. So they sent me home with this equipment and I'm all hooked up like, you know, a Ghostbuster or something. Just, you know, wires all over the place and Velcro straps. And it was just. It, the, like I went to a sleep clinic and yes. they glue things onto your head onto yep. your like you can't sleep properly no. like you're you're gonna have a really shitty sleep anyway i don't have sleep apnea um it was more just cut back on the booze before you go to bed <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Which, there, you, you, you you and captain morgan really not good friends no <laughs> no um yeah, it's awesome. an experience to go through. Uh, my dad wears a mask, or he has, I think, one that just goes in his nose. In the nose, yeah, thing. totally. And he, and he complains about the same thing. He likes yeah. kind of carrying a little bit of facial hair, nothing crazy. Yeah. But you can't get the same seal. Or seal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to have to trim up the beard. I'm going to take it down, not quite to wear what you're rocking on, or not rocking, I guess, on top of your head, but pretty close. I'm going to keep it pretty, pretty tight on the face so we'll see how it goes it's a shame because in winter there's few things nicer than having a big old beard to keep your face warm oh my god it's amazing right except for like you getting like getting icicles and shit all over it eh. like that not it's a small price to play to pay really touche touche like, it's minimal it's no worse for me in my mind than like going outside on a day cold enough where your eyes freeze together or you get snotsicles oh. or like your nose hairs just freeze as soon as you walk it so oh god that first inhale yeah oh. Here we Speaking. are talking about we're talking about nose hairs, we're talking about sleep apnea. 
Welcome to podcast, everyone. Watching <laughs> CNN on a Tuesday night with a group of friends. Like right. this is, yep. How I how we should cut back on drinking before bed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think the biggest thing to take away from that is that Mike can't be trusted with clippers. No, and our topics go anywhere. <laughs> it, 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 I was thinking about it earlier when I just said haircuts, and I wa- I walked away from our literally like thirty second conversation. Yeah. And was just like, we're really creating a podcast about nothing. This is, we're episode five? Yeah. Are we scratching the bottom of the barrel already? God, no. No, that's the kicker. It's like, because we're doing this as a conversation. Touche. It goes anyway. And I figure, like, haircuts are a personal thing for people. And some people have personal connections with hair, and they like their hair a certain way. And Totally. Some, I... I kind of look at my hair as kind of a blank canvas and it can just kind of be changed and updated whenever I need to. And that's kind of okay. Totally get uh, it. But you know, like haircuts are kind of interesting. <laughs> I would, I would put them in the same category as say a tattoo in form yeah. in, in terms of self-expression, but not in the choice of whether or not you have it. You you either have a tattoo or you don't. You either have head, hair on top of your head or you don't. <laughs> but you don't you don't get to choose if you do. Yeah, you really. can't. Up, you can only add more to your tattoo. Oh, I guess you, you can take away your tattoos now too. Oh, is it really worth it though? Like for the pain know. and for the money? Like I've heard that's pretty on, painful. I think depending on what you've got on yourself. Yeah, it's got to be pretty significant for you to say like I'm going to spend some good coin to get this piece removed from me versus like try to cover it up or change it. Oh, or do totally. Something. Yeah. Actually I, and I'm looking at a possible cover up for mine next year. Cause I've got one, I got the one that I talked about on a previous episode, the anchor. Yes. But I've got a really bad bulldog one that I'm looking at getting a cover up for too. So I've talked I to, I don't have a tattoo. I, 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 I think get you got to get it. You got to get in on it. I've had people say that I look like a person that would have many a tattoo, but I do not have any tattoo. Have you ever put thought towards it though? Like what you would actually get? That's the thing. Like I, I want it to be meaningful. So I think like my first inkling is to go towards my daughter or yeah. my family. So Makes either, total sense. Yeah. But then what do you do? Do I get my daughter's name? Do I get it? Like, is there a certain script I should have? Is there a certain image I would potentially want to have with it? Like, I don't know. That, that's where I struggle because I can't make that decision. Whereas a lot of people get like really clear minded with, like, I want this, I want it to look kind of like this, but I'll let the artists go through and kind of do it the best way that they think they should. But I know that that's what I want. That's kind of how the conversation went with me and the tattoo artist. And the one thing I'll say is you should phone, like do a little bit of research. If you have friends with tattoos, talk to them, book a free consult, talk to the tattoo artist, go in with some ideas. Like I went in, uh, in preparation for the anchor tattoo I got and I had four or five different examples of anchor tattoos that i like from google yep and i had the semicolon i said listen these are this is kind of the theme i'm going for i'm gonna leave it in your hands but yeah work this into that and we'll see how it turns out yep and i left i left her to it so yeah that's and that's how i would do it too it's it's like i i do the same thing when i go and get a haircut when i used to go and actually get like someone to cut my hair it's like i know kind of what length i want but you know how it should look like, you know how it needs to be cut. You know if I need to layer it, not layer it, like use other types of scissors totally. or whatnot. Like you do your thing, you just kind of work within 
the idea that I presented to you, kind of like what you just said with the tattoo. Well, I wanted to, now that we're talking here, give a quick shout out to uh, my barber, Tiff. Mm. You're going to love this because Tiff goes by the name Darth Fader with an F. Love it. Love it. She's awesome. Love it. She is one of the best people I've ever met, and she does an awesome job on my hair. And if you're ever in the Saskatoon area, go to Top Notch Barbers. It's over uh, on one of the main drags here in Saskatoon on 8th Street. She does a great job. So Awesome. I felt like I, it was an opportune time to give her a shout-out. So. Nice. I like it. I like it. I don't think we should give a shout-out to Mike's Barber. But who's me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I will, when I, when I, the last time I had a professional haircut was when I lived in Toronto and there is a barbershop in Toronto called the local barber. It's on Adelaide around King street West. It's owned by a friend of mine that I went to high school with. Okay. Complete coincidence. I never realized was a barber downtown until I went Oh, okay. and she cut my hair and I'm looking at her. I'm like, I know you. And she's like, I know you too. I'm like, Oh my God, we went to high school together. And she was a couple of grades younger than me. Anyway, uh, okay. amazing barber, barber, the local barbershop, downtown Toronto. Uh, just if you want a really quality barber, really quality kind of shave, anything, they're absolutely incredible. There are some things that are worth the money. It's one of those things where you get what you pay I, for, right? I 100% agree. So, and, I, and you tip for that as well. Like the totally. work they do is well worth it. Yeah, I I agree. It, it's almost like going and finding that that uh, mechanic that you know isn't yeah. going to try and do something to you know jip you out of something or rip you yep. off or something like that. Yeah. Once you have somebody, regardless of the industry, that you know you can trust, it's hard yeah. not to keep going back to them. Agreed. One hundred percent agree. On that note, we should probably take a break. We should first break because you know that. That first half of the show, little all over the place. Yeah, thanks but for that's sticking what, with us. That's what we do, though. Yeah. Again, it's a conversation. We'll get a little bit more structured for the next segment, but no, we, we never don't build up false hope. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- I love that you you're already trying to. No, really, we'll be better. Yeah. I <laughs> no, we won't. Talk about scraping the bottom of the barrel, and right? it's already episode five. And <laughs> anyway, I lo- really? listen. I get it. I I fucking love that we're doing this. So it's awesome. All right, we'll be right back after a break. All right, so we're back for part two. Before we jump into what we are going to talk about, I guess we got a little bit of house cleaning from the last couple episodes. Mike uh, created something on Spotify for whoever's listening. Yeah, we created the podcast playlist. Yes. This is a collaborative playlist for the listener or couple <laughs> listeners of the podcast that yep. want to add some songs to our Spotify playlist. Yep. It's called the podcast playlist. We'll have a link to it when we tweet it that the episode is live. You got uh, it. Feel free to add your own songs to it. I've already gone ahead and added about 15 of the songs that I'm listening to right now. Nice. Very eclectic. Uh, and that's what I want it to be. I don't want this to be 
a Canadian. I don't think this. Sorry, I don't. So that I don't want this to be. I don't think this should be a Canadian Canada playlist. I don't think this should be a rock or alternative playlist. It's whatever is, you're enjoying right now. This is what you enjoy, and chances are everyone who listened to it's probably going to enjoy it too, even if it's not their their main source of. Uh, I was going to say, you're not ever going to get the perfect playlist for everyone to like. No, we had this conversation about music last week, but it'll be interesting to see what some of the other folks that are listening to this are listening to when they're not listening to this. The, a company that I worked for a few years ago, a uh, startup here in Toronto, very startup culture and all of that stuff. We had an internal company-wide Spotify playlist Nice. That everyone was adding their own songs to. Okay. And you, you could obviously see who added the song and who it's tied to and stuff like that. But it was so interesting just to hear and see the diversity of music amongst folks that are 22 to 55. That's awesome. It's incredible. And again, not every song is going to be your cup of tea, but it's really cool just to be able to go in that sequence and kind of hear totally. the different vibes of everyone who's. I'm looking forward to to getting in there and adding some of my own stuff in there. Um, I will awesome. try. I will try not to stick to the Canadian stuff, although I'm a huge fan of Canadian music. Uh, That's but cool. There's, but there's a couple bands for sure, local Saskatoon bands that I'm going to throw in there. And then I've got some all-time favorite stuff, like stuff that I always listen to that's yep. not Canadian, Canadian, whatever. It's always on my playlist. Yep. Some of it's going to shock some people. So I, I, I invite those who see this and are able to go into the playlist before people start adding to it to just look what I've added. Actually, you can see that I've added all my songs specifically, but just to see where it goes, it literally goes from something like Africa by Toto yep. to like European death metal. Nice. That's, it, and that, but that's like, I kind of float that way. And I any ghosts it. down there? No ghosts. Oh, but I do have, uh, I say friends of the pod or associate friends of the pod, the flatliners on there. Oh, okay. Uh, they're, they're what a boys you're, that I've enjoyed hanging out with. I was going to say you're a big fan. I music, Yeah. They're an awesome band. Yeah. Absolutely totally amazing band. Anyway, uh, it'll be interesting to see what folks decide to add in. And kind of, you know what, sliding from the one thing you listen to, to another, you and I were talking about this briefly again. We're obviously podcast fans. Mm -hmm. I mean, we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't enjoy the genre itself. Correct. But I don't know what your podcast listening habits are like. You probably don't know a lot of mine. I figured we could take a few minutes and talk about this. And I'm already going to rule out. I don't think we need to talk about Taggart and Torrance because I guarantee we both listen to it. Yep. <laughs> and it's one of our favorites. Yep. Uh, you could probably say the same thing about the Jay and Dan podcast. 100%. Yeah. Maybe the Rubber Boots podcast. I don't know how you feel about that one. I, I, I love James Duthie. I think he's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I, haven't gotten, I, I haven't gotten into his pod. Okay. You need to give that one a go. But do you want to go first? Let's go back and forth. Let's hear one of your favorites, and then we'll just kind of volley back and forth. So one of my favorites, the one that I probably listen to the most right now, it's called Lou Later. Okay. L-E-W Later. Uh, it's it's a tech podcast about okay. different about phones and uh, tablets and computers and just consumer tech or consumer technology is the best way to put it. It's a spinoff of a YouTube channel called Unbox Therapy, 
it's a guy who basically gets first dibs on all the new tech and, and does an unboxing of it and talks about it and compares nice. it to other products and stuff like that. This is more of like a long form kind of just tech podcast where he just he'll talk about Apple announced that they sold 12 million iPhones in the first five minutes on their launch day. And then he'll oh, talk about it a little bit to yeah. like the world's first sex doll that can give hand jobs was invented. Like, it's technology, so he'll talk about it. <laughs> That's a very weird way to go. I just made a very bad pun in my head, and I'm not going to say it on the pod. So, okay, I will leave it at that. <laughs> anyway, it's 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 like basically tech news. Yeah, I totally. find it really interesting, and it goes anywhere from forty to sixty to seventy minutes long. So, I was about to ask what are we looking at for length? Because when you say long form, the first thing that comes to mind is the Joe Rogan podcast, which like what three That's hours? Like three hours? Yeah. Oh, no, forget it. No, okay. So th- this kind of goes between both. There's a video version of it as well up on YouTube, so you can watch it on. YouTube oh, okay. Listen to it. Uh, I enjoy it because it's it's stuff that interests me personally and it's just kind of like this it's just here are the top five things that happened this week in tech and we, he talks with his producer about it it's totally i get it yeah mine the first one i have to recommend is gonna be a little bit weird stay with me regardless of the title it's called a hot dog is a sandwich Fuck you're you. already you're already shaking your head Fuck um, you. It's done by a couple of chefs from the mythical universe on, on YouTube, right? Okay. So good mythical morning. They're chefs that create all these absurd combinations and stuff like that, decided to get in on podcasts. And it's usually fairly lighthearted and whatnot, but the two chefs take a side to an argument of food discussion, and then they argue it back and forth. Uh, the, the best part, though, of the podcast for me is usually the, like the, the last third of it because they go to public opinions and some of the things that people are doing with food, like weird combinations and all that make my opinions look like nothing. Interesting. Like it is weird. And their segments called, uh, opinions are like casseroles and it's addictive. It really is like, it's good fun. Like it's maybe like half hour, 40 minutes, you know, something like that. It's not a long listen. Um, and the, the argument are the episodes. There we go. Like one episode a week. Yep. Uh, so Lou later could yeah. be like three or four episodes a week. Oh, geez. Sometimes. So like it, it really depends on what's going on that week. Anyway, I, I digress. No, no, no. That's, that's a good question. That's a fair question. Um, so yeah, they've had some interesting ones and I'm hoping to get one of my opinions on to opinions are like casseroles. Um, the opinion that I have is that gravy is a beverage. And Mike shaking uh, his head at me. Uh, okay. I'm going to, I regret this, but explain. Okay. What is, let's say, a beverage in general? It's the liquid essence and flavors right. of whatever it is that you're trying to get so that you can drink it, right? Yeah. That's essentially what gravy is. It's the liquid essence of that meat or vegetables because you can have vegetable gravy. Now, people are going to say, well, what about the texture? Doesn't matter. You got milkshakes. You got smoothies. If there's lumps in it or chunks of veg or whatever, that's no worse than a bubble tea. Well, it's warm. It's not cold. Okay, what about coffee or tea? You must be so fun at parties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's a reason 
why I get invited to so many parties. Uh, but yeah, no, gravy's a beverage. Okay. 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 That's all you're going to say. But I'm yes, gonna... a hot dog is a sandwich. Great fun listen. Like it's one nice. of those ones you can put in the background and not have to pay a ton of attention to it. But every now and then something gets said that just kind of makes you stop for a second and be like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So Interesting. It's, it's fun. Do you find that you get anxious listening to it, especially if they're talking about something where it's so far fetched, but it's like kind of making sense? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I do. Call, I don't. You call the ocean a soup. For example to me yes and it makes me feel really awkward when i think about it because you're because <laughs> you're right and i hate that but it's, but it's, but it's, it's only it's, on technicality it, but it's wrong <laughs> i know it's odd i don't find those make me anxious but actually my next podcast pick that i'll discuss after you give us your next one has yeah. a tendency to make me anxious so let's hear another one from you so this one doesn't make me anxious. This is my Homer podcast. I'm a huge Leafs fan. I the Leafs are if like hockey is my thing. I yep. love listening, watching hockey, listening to hockey on the radio, whatever. Uh, so my uh, my kind of second most listened to podcast is or excluding TNT, excluding Jay and Dan, um, is the Steve Dangle podcast. Yep. So Steve Dangle, for those that don't know him, he's I think an early thirty something. Uh, original kind of blogger about the Leafs who started making YouTube videos of after every Leaf game in his bedroom when he was 20. I think he's been doing this now for 11 or 12 years. Yeah, and he's anyway. Huge. Yeah, so now he works for Sportsnet. You see him on TV. He's on, uh, he does a lot of their social media stuff. He's kind of everywhere. Uh, him, uh, a local radio DJ here, Adam Wild. And their producer, Jesse Blake, have a podcast that primarily focuses on the Toronto Maple Leafs during the season. They talk about how the Leafs are doing, the game recaps, all the stuff during the offseason. It gets a little bit kind of like us. It goes a little sideways to talk about yeah. hockey in general. Totally. And then they'll have like a history discussion. It, it, go, it kind of goes everywhere. Anyway, three really funny guys. They get along really well. They have a good dynamic together. I really like their perspective on hockey because it's kind of a different mind than what you would get from reading a newspaper. Yeah, it's, or maybe like listening to the guys in suits sitting across exactly. the desk from each other. Yeah. Yeah. These are like the these are kind of like your armchair quarterbacks, but they have some validity. They have some clout with their opinions. That's okay. the way I would look at it. That's anyway, I I really enjoy their podcast. It's it comes out once or twice a week. It can be anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours long. Oh, geez. Uh, they, get, they get some people that they interview sometimes, and they get special guests on, uh, but it's primarily just three guys all talking together about hockey. And nice. it's, it's, it's a fun one to listen to. I like it uh, if I'm working during the day. It's a good podcast to listen to, I find. Good for long drives. Oh, totally. Which is another thing. There are some podcasts I prefer to listen to when I'm driving versus just in front of my computer or if I'm going to bed. I yeah, I get that. The same way. I totally get that. Um, because there are some, whether it's the tone of somebody's voice or how their conversations usually flow yeah. or whatever the case, the duration of it, who knows? Yep. But there yep. are some that are definitely better suited for driving as opposed to say cleaning your house. Like, you know, I would be interested to know when, the few folks that listen to us, when do they listen to us? 
Okay, if anybody comes back and says on the shitter, I just don't. Because <laughs> then that image is going to be in my head. Uh, and I don't need to think about that. It's okay. I don't uh, need to know. Uh, if you're, if know. that's your response, go with the mic with it. Don't tag me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my second one. Yep. Um, my podcast tastes are a little, well, to be quite honest, they're a little bit messed up. Yep. My second one that I probably listen to the most is a podcast called Science Versus. Okay. Uh, now, this is, the, the whole premise of the podcast is they take very topical, usually, uh, scientific co- uh, topics, and they actually break it down into general terms. And they, ha- they try and have a conversation with some experts and they try and make it like half hour-ish. They make it very yep. listen to. Um, yep. But the thing that I love about it is, A, they're not afraid to talk about certain topics. Yep. B, they can back up everything. They, wow. It is not unusual for them at the end of every episode, they will say, okay, how many citations do we have this week? And they'll have... Anywhere, usually at least between 100 and 200 citations, where if you go to their website, they, you can go to the links for those 1 to 200 articles, reports, studies, whatever, that back up everything that they were just talking about on that show. Jesus. So they've got the receipts. Yeah. But they make it enjoyable to listen to, which is the real, you know, it, it's not expected when you're talking about a science podcast. Would it, is it kind of, uh, and this could be far-fetched because I haven't listened to that podcast, but is it kind of like Mythbusters? Because Mythbusters was the same thing, like not as in-depth with like science and, and stuff, but yeah. the way that they walk through it, it's like, okay, you're way smarter than me and you're probably, you, I don't know the intricacies, but I like theoretically I understand how this, why this thing explodes. Yeah. The, the thing with Mythbusters, and I'm, I was a huge fan of them when they were on the air, um, watched it every week. The thing with Myth, Mythbusters compared to this is there's a certain amount of almost like that kitsch factor. Like, you know, they, they, because they were for TV and, you know, they had such a large audience and, you know, yeah. things like that. That's not the case with this. Um, don't get me wrong. They do try and throw in the odd laugh. They do try and you sure. know, keep your attention, but it's not to the same level as Mythbusters. Gotcha. Um, so as an example, like with this pod, some of the ones that they talked about recently, and I've got the podcast list up here. They talked about super volcanoes. Uh, they've talked about lab-grown meat. They've talked about orgasms. They've talked about probiotics. They've talked, like, it's all over the board. Um, obviously, in the early days and weeks of coronavirus, there was a, almost every weekly episode was on that, and that's the part that triggered my anxiety. Every now and then, they'll get to a topic that does, you know, it can make yeah. you feel a certain way if you're prone to that. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't happen very often. But that one, because I think they did that weekly, because they do put out one episode weekly. They did that for almost, let's say, two months. And wow. I just, I, I couldn't, as soon as I saw it was coronavirus, it got to the point where I couldn't listen anymore. But I still encourage you to check that one out. I got kind of like that with a podcast called The Daily. Which oh, is yes. New York, New York Times. Times podcast. It's and it's awesome because it's like twenty-two to thirty minutes long every day. And it comes out in the middle of the night. So you listen to it like first thing in the morning. It's kind of like getting your talk totally. like news of the day. Um when COVID hit, 
everything was about COVID, but all from a U.S. perspective, which yep. was a lot lax than what we were having here. So you're hearing all of this, and you're like, shit, is this going to start happening here? Like, you just start to get really worried about everything. But it, they didn't... I, I could go back and listen to it now, just kind of yeah. knowing where we are with COVID and everything. But it's it's one of those podcasts that it could potentially kind of trigger you a little bit. But at oh, the for same sure. time, uh, they do such a good job explaining and making it like you're almost embedded in the episode as you're listening to it. I know it's not really a, a fair title, but that one is a hidden gem. Um, I think everyone oh, should sure. listen to that one. Yeah. Do you have uh, one more that you want to really kind of do a little bit of a dive on, though? Because I've got one more for you, too. How about you go? I'm looking at my list right now, and I'm struggling between two in terms of which one would be my next one. Not a problem. Uh, My third one is actually a fairly newer podcast. These guys haven't been doing it for too long. They've only been at it for about, I think, 16 episodes or so, 17 episodes. Yeah. And it's hosted by some people that you're going to recognize the names of. So it's hosted by Sean Hayes from Will and Grace, (laughs) Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, Smartless is what it's called. And these guys do a fantastic job. The premise of the podcast is each week, and they have it on rotation, it is one of the three guys' turn to bring in a guest. The other two guys have no idea who the guest is until it's announced, and then they have a conversation. And that's awesome yeah it's it's a great idea and they've had again it, it it runs the gamut their most recent one was brendan shanahan they've had reese witherspoon they've had adam sandler they've had uh, stacy abrams they had uh kamala harris on the day before i think it was she was now announced as joe biden's running partner um, did they get shanahan because of barnett because like, well, yeah that's like a massive yeah. that's hilarious totally that's wow so they've had some fantastic guests on there, and it's a great premise, and they tried to keep it to an hour. Um, the only thing, obviously, there's quite a few ads to it, um, sure. but it's still a great listen, and I love the premise. So you get these honest reactions and just, yeah, it, I can't recommend that one enough. I, I, I saw on Twitter them talking about it, at, or saw Arnett talking about it at one point. Yeah, and I've never, but I'll, uh, I've added it. Yeah, here, it's a so good. I have to definitely give it a listen. For sure. Um, I guess I'm finishing us off here. Well, finish off with the deep dive, but I'm thinking we should probably list off for whoever's listening still. Uh, the rest of them, we just won't do a deep dive on them. But which one did you want to give us a little bit more on? The, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ignore our rule at the beginning and talk about TNT. <laughs> okay, and that's we're, fair. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about TNT. Yeah, uh, it's an important podcast for us in the sense that that's how you and I got introduced to each other. Totally, that's how we got introduced to the tens of folks who are listening to our yep. podcast. Uh, but I think more importantly, just kind of opened us up to seeing the different ways of lives of people across the country and feeling like you are part of their lives. And that's kind of what Jeremy and Jonathan were doing with their podcast. They almost made you feel like they were sitting in your living room just having a conversation and that's what you saw when they did their live shows that was just totally. them behind a table just sh- shooting the shit um but they did it in such an authentic way and they did it in such a way where they like they just they're both so different and just kind of knowing them i know that they're both very different but in the best possible ways and they complement each other so well and every their podcast is kind of like what i wanted us to be with a converse like very conversational 
they've got bits and skits and things like that. Oh but, yeah, that's not gonna be us. <laughs> no, 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 no. But they, but then, but they can go down that conversation. Totally. Listen to that. It's just like, it's there's nothing revolutionary about it. It's just there's something comforting about yeah, it. They just do it very well. That's all it yeah. comes down to. That and it's authentic. Yeah, People, there's like, nothing forced about it whatsoever. No, no. There's like you're not. They're not playing a character. They're not doing anything. It's just that's really who they are. Anyway, I say that's an important podcast for us. It's, we don't. You and I don't have a podcast. You and I don't even know each other if that podcast doesn't happen. That's um, fair. And I think them have. They did a really good job building a community very early on, and that's. I'm going to put my business hat on for a second. That's how brands get built. And that's how bands are. That's how brands continue to go forward. And, but they did it in a way that was very authentic. And it yeah, was just, it was very grassroots. Yeah. And nothing was forced. It was just, yeah, it was just very natural. So anyway, totally. I'm going to stop rambling about them because I could ramble on them. Forever, but, <laughs> well, uh, while you have your list up, why don't we hear some of the other podcasts that you listen to? If you just want to list them off. Yeah, a few other ones that I listen to. Uh, Busted Open Radio, that's a wrestling podcast. Okay. Overdrive, which is the afternoon sports show here in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, O-Dog is awesome. Yep, so I listen to them. Uh, the New Day po- podcast, New Day okay, yeah. Action. It is, they are just awesome. It's okay. so funny, so much fun. Um. Ongoing History of New Music with Alan Cross. Okay, yeah. So it's kind of like a music documentary podcast. Really cool. Uh, and then the last one would be AEW Unrestricted, which is another wrestling, wrestling one. Nice. podcast where they typically interview wrestlers from AEW. Uh, and it's interesting. Cool. Well, my other ones, I mentioned one already, the Rubber Boots pod. Um, yep. So that one definitely. There's one called Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Uh, now that that gentleman played Lex Luthor in Smallville, yeah, and he is a fantastic interviewer. Great podcast, uh, Star Talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Love that one. Yeah, so another good one. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast. <laughs> it's all old Hollywood and old like recording artists and stuff like that, and they're trying to get these stories out there before these people are gone. Oh my god! But but at the same time, there's so much just raunchy and offside humor. It's fantastic. Awesome. Um, awesome. I'm a big Kevin Smith fan, uh, obviously yep. because I kind of look like him before the heart attack. Um, his, not mine, didn't have one. <laughs> uh, so I used to listen to uh, Jay and Silent Bob get old, uh, yep. but that hasn't been recorded in a very long time. I still listen to Smodcast, uh, which is one of the OG ones and still a great one from him. And then lastly, there's a newer one on here called Cornbread and Haggis. This one's a little bit different, but there's a comedian, uh, Cyrus McQueen, and he's an African-American gentleman, and his wife is originally Scottish, and they do this podcast together. So it's, it's kind of cute, some of the conversations that they have together and all that, but at the same time, he's a comedian. So every now and then he'll rattle off these like replies or one-liners or whatever that just kind of catches you off guard. Um, but he, yeah, he, they're both very well spoken and it's, it's an interesting, easy listen. So nice. 
Yeah, and his sense of humor is obviously very good. So it's it's interesting how eclectic the podcast library can get after a while. I'm gonna have to check out that new day one. I like the idea of that. It's really it's hilarious. Like the three of them talking, like Big E is one of my favorite people in the world and I've never met him. Yeah. Like he is just so like he's funny and down to earth and just doesn't take himself seriously at all. And the way he talks to people and the way they all it's just it's such a good it's just a feel good podcast. It's just, it's nice. them. I love it's that. It's like, it's awesome. Awesome. Speaking of feel good podcasts, I think that ends this segment. So whatever listeners are left, you can go and listen to a feel good podcast instead of this garbage. There you go. So <laughs> that's episode five. A uh, little bit of self deprecation is fine, folks. Just going to put that out there. So yeah, you hear us being hard on ourselves. We, we're it's, okay with it. Yeah, it kind of it's we're we're pretty Teflon to it. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. So, make sure you check us out on social media. So whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it's all on podcast. Mike's created this website, podcast.com. You can check us out yep. there. Now you yep. can check out podcasts on Spotify, Apple, pretty much uh, Google Play, wherever there's going to be like the major podcast outlets. You can go to them. And I'll say if there's somewhere that if they're using a podcast app or platform that we're not there, let us know and we can give you a link that will get totally. us into their library. So if there's a, I use pocket cast, for example, and luckily I got fed into that really quickly, but if nice. there's an app out there that doesn't work for you, but you want us on there, just let us know. We'll send you a link and you can add it to your podcast app and you're all good to go. We haven't done this yet, but I'd remiss if I did not include it. We've had a couple of reviews on iTunes. Oh, we us. did. We did. I'm not going to say how they are. I'm going to leave it as a surprise for you to go check out. Oh, I got to go take a look. But I would love it if you're listening. Go and give us a review. Whatever platform you're listening on, go and give us a review. We would really appreciate it. You can say that we're shit. That's okay. That's yeah. It's it's all part of the process. (laughs) I mean, it's not going to change anything, but we still appreciate the feedback. (laughs) Yeah, it's a listener. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You had to listen to give us the feedback. Exactly. All right. Have a good week, Mike. And everyone else, we will talk to you next episode. Okay, later, bud.